Blog Talk Radio. Radio, the Czech Espresso Cafe, and we're so happy to have you join us, whether it's live on the air today or whether you're listening to our archive files. For those of you who have been following Tech Expresso, uh, welcome back, and maybe we also have some new listeners. And we're really excited about our guests today and our topic. Um, those who know Technology Expresso, we're a group of people who are in the technology industry um, and we mentor and coach those coming into the industry or transitioning from other industries or even just trying to move up within IT. We are partnered with a great organization called Atlanta BDPA. We host a lot of different programs and especially the, many of you know about our professional development boot camp. We have not only a live version, but we soon will also have an online version through Technology Expresso. Also part of what Technology Expresso does is works with small businesses and helps partner them with interns so that the interns, especially in the IT industry, can get some hands-on experience and also new entrepreneurs and business owners, they can get help and assistance and guidance with their technology needs and starting their business. And so that leads us straight into our conversation today, which is with Deborah Sanders-Steele. And first of all, hello, Deborah. Hello. We're so happy to have you today on our show. And this is really exciting. Deborah is an author and a small business owner, and her specialty is bra fitting. And we've been working with her and helping her with her technology needs, launching her business and, and using and leveraging technology to market her business. So we're excited to talk to her about that, how she's using that to, to get the message out about bra fitting. Um, so it's really exciting. And people may wonder, how do you um, tie technology and, and bra fitting into the same uh, radio show? But I promise you, before this show is over, you will know a lot more about bra fitting, a lot more about starting your business or whether you're an author and launching and marketing your book using technology. So we'll, we're definitely going to tie those two things together today. So um, I'm, I'm really excited about interviewing Deborah. And I also want to tell our male listeners, don't hang up just because you hear the topic of bra. Don't get nervous. Um, again, like I said, we're going to be talking a lot, too, about the process of starting a business, leveraging uh, technology, the Internet, the social media, um, and also, again, those people who are writing books. So look at it from that perspective as well. But while you're on the line as well, uh, share the link, uh, archive link, if, you, if you're not on live, with your mothers and sisters and aunts and uh, spouses and significant others, uh, because every male uh, has many women in their, their lives in one form or fashion. And it's very important uh, as we start talking about breast health and bra fitting, uh, how they all tie together. And so um, everyone could be enlightened. Uh, you'll be surprised what you don't know about something that uh, most women wear every day of their lives. So with that, again, um, welcome, Deborah. Hello. Thank you for having me. Well, we're very excited. So let's, let's take us through the journey 
maybe through starting off with your career and what led to writing this book. Okay. Um, again, hello, everyone. My name is Deborah, and I started off 10 years ago into retail. After raising my children, traveling around the world as a Army wife, homeschooling the kids, um, I found myself an empty nester and needing something to do, needing a job, needing a career, so I tried retail. In my retail business, I had a promotion. Money looked good. They asked me to be the bra coach for a large store. I was like, okay, I do not know how to be a bra coach. So with two weeks of intensive training, I became the professional bra consultant for a large store 10 years ago. In my career change, I found out that women really did not know how to go about finding the proper size, style, uh, how to fit themselves. So I have a huge clientele, practically eight of the statistics says eight out of ten women do wear the wrong size bra. It's almost nine out of ten. So as time went on, I began to start meeting women, educating them, because in the in my profession, the majority of the things that I do do is educate women on the hows, the whys, um, the causes, the solutions. So I began to educate women on how to go about finding the proper fitting bra. And 10 years later, here I am. The book came about because of the need for women to know. There's, uh, You can Google the information, but there wasn't a lot of information in one spot that women could go as a reference guide, as a how-to guide, so that's where the book, The Ultimate Bra Fitting Guide, was born because I decided to take everything I knew within the last 10 years, everything I've been taught, everything I have found, and compiled it into one spot so women could have a reference book or a personal bra fitting guide in their pockets so they could know how to come about finding the proper size and style for them. That is awesome, and it's clear even and from you know just from the start how passionate you are about what you do. And the the interesting thing is is bra fitting is a, a science. Can you can you talk about some of the common mistakes that that people you know in a lot of cases I think people don't know what they don't know. So can you talk about that? Exactly. Um. A lot of what I found is that we we as women basically try just guess, and if it fits, we buy it. But yes, there is. I always joke around and say I now have a PhD in bra fitting because there is actually a science of the actual bra fitting concept consists of two major components, and that is your band and the cup. Each component has a different formula. So it's all about uh, taking a tape measure, measuring the rib cage under the breast to get the band size, and then measuring along the largest part of the breast to get the cup size. So in that, it's a formula where you take the number of the cup size minus the number of the band size, and you figure in the actual cup size, which is actually the letter. And let me start from the beginning because the band is the number, and you'll be surprised how many women do not understand that. But the number of the bra size is your band size, which gives you 99% of your support. And the cup size actually is compiled of a letter. And that letter does come about by taking X minus Y equals Z. So it's kind of funny. You need to know a little math. You need to know a little algebra. But you do need to know the formula. And once women do understand the formula of coming up with the band and the cup size, once that light bulb comes on, bra shopping becomes fun instead of a chore. But it is. I find that most women, the main thing they do is they wear their band too big. And with that, uh, they don't understand that you have to adjust that cup size as the band gets smaller. 
So if you're whatever size a woman's wearing, I always tell them if they would just go down a band size, go up a cup size, they are probably going to get in a better fitting bra than they've ever started in. Some women I actually have to go down two band size and go up two cup size. So just simply saying that whenever you adjust your band, you have to do the opposite in the cup. That is uh, giving you the summary in a nutshell. Instead of going through the whole algebra um, equation, if you would just simply, whatever you do in your band, do opposite in the cup. Most women's bands are too big. Go down in the band, up in the cup. You've solved a big problem. And, and you know, a, a lot of people, I'm sure, just that opening is blowing some people's minds uh, because, again, and especially if there's any males out there who are uh, listening, who have hung on in there into the conversation, it is a lot more technical than you probably ever imagined. Um, and, and same with women as well. And so if you ever doubt it, well, why do women need a whole book on bra fitting? Even that introduction exactly. – set off a couple of bells and whistles, and and we talk about, we joke about sometimes doing a bra intervention. Um, men may not wear them, but they can tell probably a good fitting from a bad fitting one, so you might even want to slip a book to a, to a family member, do it discreetly, be nice, um, or just mention to them about this radio show that you, you heard, the uh, interesting topic, and, and let them hear it for themselves, but there's a lot that's in, involved in it, and, um, you know, I, I believe that a lot of women just give up. You know, you, you, you try something on, you buy something off the shelf. A lot of women dread the, the trying on process, and, and yeah. back to your point, you said nine out of ten women are wearing the, the wrong bra cup, but not just the wrong bra cup, but the, the wrong bra, period. Um, and, and speak to, I mean, in your professional opinion, do you think there's a, a bra for everyone, and should anyone uh, be dealing with the, just a, a bra that's not fitting correctly? No, actually, there is a bra for everyone. Um, there's a million bras out there, and I think people, women actually get, comp, uh, um, they give up because when you walk in the store, a store can only handle so many styles of bras. But when you um, actually go online, and I actually... Um, make shopping easier on my blog, there are millions and millions of bras for every woman. So there is a bra for every woman because on top of uh, sizing, I actually teach styling. So there is so much to, I know um, even online a lot of times I'll get a few men say a bra coach, really, or I'll get a woman say I have never heard of a bra coach. But once they get involved with my uh um, with me online or in the store, they realize that, yes, on top of the sizing, then we have to pick out a style to fit your body type. So, yes, I find there is a draw for everyone. Um, at the store that I do work at Atlanta here, um, it's a huge store, but I still am limited on styles and size. But basically on a given day, I would say I can fit – 98% of my clientele in bra because there are so many brands, so many styles, with wire, without wire, with the cup, with a soft cup lace, and the, the list goes on. So to calm everybody's mind down, because I've had women come in and say, you know what, I haven't worn a bra in 20 years. Uh, I need one for this wedding. Uh, I haven't worn a bra in 25 years. But my my teenage daughter or son is making me wear a bra because they're embarrassed of me. So I get all kind of stories, and yes, I do get them in the bra. There is a bra, but sometimes you do for that intervention. You need a little help. So just like there's a life coach, I'm a bra coach. Absolutely, absolutely. And the other thing that I want to point out too is a, a, a big misconception. Women's bodies change a lot. We gain, we lose, we have babies, you know, all, you know, we go through menopause, and yet a lot of times they're still talking about the, the first bra size they had when they were 20. Do you, do you run across that, too? It's, it's a little bit of that vanity. Yes, and uh, it's a lot of it because we're women, and that's, you know, that's just how we're made up. We're very conscious. And then I think I find a lot of TV, your um 
uh, reality shows, Hollywood, a lot of people are getting an unhealthy brainwash. So everybody wants to be a size zero or a cup size eight. So I spent a lot of time, I, I joke around in the fitting rooms that I need to call Dr. Phil on a daily basis because before I can get a lot of women into the proper bra size, I had to counsel them for 15 to 30 minutes on an image. So on top of being a bra coach, I'm an image consultant because a lot of women have a negative image um, of themselves. And so I spend um, sometimes the majority of my time just convincing women to love their body as it is. And no, yes, you were a 34B when you were 17, but now you're 42. Uh, You are not in a B cup. Uh, you're actually in a double D. Sometimes that can be painful. So I've learned over the years how to be very discreet myself because women can actually get very emotional. I've had tears. I've had Kleenexes. I've had very seldom do I get anybody to give up. But I, in my 10 years, I might have had two clients that just totally gave up because they emotionally could not handle the letter and the number. So I actually start my consultation with, we're not going to worry about sizing. We're worrying about what looks good on your body and what fits right. Because a lot of women have a hard time giving up that B or C cup because I find on a daily basis, yeah, that B cup is actually a D cup. And that C cup actually could be a G cup. And the list goes on. So, yes, a lot of um, the wrong fitting bra, there are a handful of women out there that will wear the wrong fitting bra simply because they cannot comprehend the cup size, and I tell women all the time, it's just a number and a letter. It's not a, it doesn't define you as a person. And actually, people can tell you have a wrong size bra. When you wear a wrong size bra, they can tell that you look bigger, you look sloppier, you're not all put together. But put on your right size bra, you actually look smaller. Once I get women to see that, they embrace that double D or that triple D, because then they're finding out it's just a letter and a number. I tell them bras work just like clothing. Sometimes expensive brand, you can get away with a, eight, uh, a size 8. Some brands, you can do a size 6. Some brands, you might have to do a 12. Some brands, you might have to do a 10. But do not let the number and the letter define who you are. And that's a big problem with a lot of women. Exactly. I, I, I'd like to start the trend of people thinking, you know, double D is the new C, you know. <laughs> it, exactly. It's D and double D is more popular than people really think and, and want to admit. And, uh, uh, and and then even when you get beyond to the E, the F, and the G, you know, don't, don't you know, there's a lot of women, and I think if they visit your blog and your website and, uh, the things that we talk about, there's a lot of people who carry their their letter and their number very proudly um, and are yes. successful <laughs> and, and even in the Hollywood industry. Exactly, exactly. So, so most definitely. And then, lastly, before we we talk we we talk and, and focus a little bit about the book, and then also how you're leveraging technology to help market and and to reach out to people and get this important message out. Just share lastly with people, when you do wear the, the wrong bra size, we, we definitely talked about, you know, the look and um, how you, you come across and how your clothes fit, um, but also it, it can be yeah, damaging. I mean, some people, uh, you know, in severe cases experience, you know, bruising and, and different issues. Talk about that, why people shouldn't just take for granted or neglect uh, when they're wearing the wrong bra size. Yes, very, yes, and it's very, um, that's a very hot topic because there are doctors out there that are telling women don't wear wire, and the majority of the women do wear wire. So, yes, it can pose a very health issue. Most women uh, that are in the wrong size bra do have some kind of marking on their body to prove that they are in the wrong size. And one of the most devastating signs that I've seen in many, uh, over the years, is women in their shoulders that uh, because the band, which is the number, actually does all the supporting of the breast tissue, if the band is too big, your straps tend to do all the work. And the straps actually begin to dig into the shoulders. 
And I have a handful of women that actually have deformed bone structure in their shoulders where they've never worn the proper fitting bra. Their straps are have just typically dug into their shoulders and actually cause that bone to cave in. So now when they try on the bra, their straps actually fall into a groove. Um, I've seen bruising in the breast tissue. If you don't get the proper cup size, that wire will hit you in the breast because I always teach that that wire needs to be on the outside of the breast tissue, not hitting inside. I've seen bruising. Uh, there's been cysts. There's red marks. Uh, a lot of women complain of rashing underneath the breast. That's a lot because of the friction of the bra moving. Your bra should be, I say, comfortably snug so that when you're moving around, your bra is not moving. If the bra band is too big, that bra is shifting and moving and rubbing all day long. So then you get the rubbing and you get the rashing and you get the red marks and the dark marks. So, yes, um, and to answer a lot of people's questions, because the consensus are out there that you have to wear wire, you don't. It's all about sizing, style, and brand. Uh, there's many, many brands out there. They're actually, without a wire, they're constructed very well that can give you the same support as a wire. So the, the complication comes in, where do you find them? A lot of people don't know where to find how to begin, but yes, it's very, very important. Um, every woman that comes to me that's in the wrong size bra has some kind of mark on her body that proves that she's in the wrong size. So it's very important for uh, breast health and to, like I said, I have some clients that come in that are just like, my doctor told me not to wear a wire. Now, I, I can't get into all the uh, scientific proof that the wire will cause breast cancer because I've had a few women that said that's what their doctor said. I, do, I can't say yay or nay on that, but I can say that if you're not in the proper sizing, you can get a cyst, you can get bruising, you can get red marks, uh, pain, back pain, especially for the full-busted woman. If your bra is not supporting you, you're really, I tell women all the time, you might as well just go braless because you're doing more damage to your body wearing a bad-fitting bra than you would if you were going braless because then you get the back strain. Uh, do all full-busted women need to have surgery? No. I do not preach or talk surgery. Um, I've seen a few women that actually needed it, but at the end there is a bra for everyone, and it's just knowing that uh, the band does all the work, so you need that snug. No, there's no such thing as a comfortable bra. For all the women out there that are wearing a bra for comfort, you're doing your body and your breasts harm. Uh, it, yes, uh, no, you shouldn't fill your bra, but no, a bra should feel snug. It's, uh, it's like shapewear. It's doing a work. So in order for your bra to work, yes, it should be snug. It should be supportive. And just alone by shrinking the band size and wearing a smaller band size, you will actually stop all the bruising and the gouging and the rashes and the pain. So, yes, that's a, that's a very good point, and that's something I do daily. And that's part of 99% of my job is the education side of just spreading the word that there is a formula, there is a reason, and there's a solution to every bra problem. It, and th that is awesome. And, and anyone who is listening, you can tell you are listening to an expert here. Uh, Deborah is she's a, the bra coach, but she's also a master bra fitter. This is something that she's passionate about. Something not just she took a class about. She's been doing this for ten years. And and I, I want to pause for those who are listening. You know, get your pencil and a piece of paper because you're going to want to write down because she's making this information so accessible. And the other thing that I want to point out is that you're not tied to uh, one way or one brand or one company. Um, you are all about just getting people what they need, you know, hearing what their preferences, exactly. what their exactly. challenges are, and, and problem solving. So it, it's exactly. really beautiful and enlightening. And, and, and um, you know, I want to point out, Sometimes when you're going to a store, that person's job is to sell and make their commission. That's exactly. not what we're talking about here. 
So it's beautiful. So let's talk about all the different ways because you, you and that's where I think the, the book comes about. Because um, I think about people may not live in a big city uh, like Atlanta where they, they have access to, the, to someone like yourself in a major department store with that type of inventory. But like you said, you could have that book in hand or in your purse when you go out, and you'll be educated and make sure that no one's steering you astray. So take us through your journey of how the, the book came about and as an author writing writing that book. Um, actually, the book came out in December, and the, it was in the process for about three years because um, I actually I, I realized there wasn't any information and there, the information that's out there can be conflicting because you can actually go to four stores and get four ways of fitting. And um, just like you said before, the big thing when you're dealing with retail or boutiques is that it's about the sale. And one thing, yes, I'm about the sale, but ultimately I'm about education. And that's when I got the position and I learned about it, and I think that has a lot to do with uh, I went to school, as, uh, my major was biology in college, and so I'm very passionate about the human body and it working properly and everything. So as uh, the years went by, I realized that there's so many questions. I mean, practically every woman, I bet you on a daily basis, I'll say a Friday, I probably do about 20 or more fittings. Uh, I talk to hundreds a week because I'm a full-time specialist at a large store in Atlanta. And so I'm talking to hundreds of women on a weekly basis. And none of them, maybe out of 100, one person may have got a proper fitting and knew what to do, but the, the 99 didn't. So that's when I became very passionate about getting this information where people would understand. Now, I do explain in the book all the ways of fitting, because you do. You go to the U.K., they fit one way. I was taught another way. Some boutiques don't even use a tape measure. Some people out there say, oh, you don't use a tape measure. They just look at you. Some people do trial and error. So I explain that in the book, So because it's very confusing, and I, I find a lot of women are very discouraged. They give up. Um, they just really don't want to talk about the topic because it becomes complicated. So the, bra, the uh, Ultimate Bra Fitting Guide came about to make it easy because actually um, by me working lingerie for 10 years, I love my lingerie. And women should love their lingerie, whether you're in a relationship or you're single. It's all about feeling pretty. It's all about being confident. It's all about being positive. So I needed to get this information out so everybody, like you said, the majority of the people online aren't in a big city. So I get questions every day about, but what do I do? I don't have a fitter in my area. Um, I made the book um, very reasonable so everybody could get a hold of it. It's an easy read. It's a how-to book. It gives you step-by-step. -step. It even tells you if you have a problem. You don't even need a tape measure. You just need to know how to solve the problem. And I give you many, many solutions to your problem so that you know, okay, if, you, if your uh, breasts are falling out of the bottom of the cup, what do I do? You tighten up the band. But then I'm spilling out the cup. You go up in the cup. I, you know, I encourage women, don't worry about the size. Just get in the proper fit. So, yes, I've had fun with this. Um, I've always wanted to write, but it's funny that my, uh, I actually took classes about children's book writing. And it's funny that I came about with the ultimate bra fitting guide, which I would have never imagined. And I found a good publisher to walk me through the way, and I'm very proud to have it out because um, I find, too, that people aren't very good with giving information or sharing the wealth. And I'm all about getting women. I tell women all the time, I want you to know what I know. So uh, thank you for introducing the ultimate bra fitting guide. Uh, it's simple. You can follow along. I'm always accessible to answer questions. And then that way, I always tell women, once you read the guide, um, I've had a, uh, several people download it on Kindle, they bought the book, and they wrote back to me and told me, wow, it's like having a bra coach in your purse. For the first time, they go bra shopping, and it's not a chore. And they understand, because once I think once you get over the, 
you got to get an understanding of what's going on. Then you'll go in the store, and you won't so much go for the B cup, you'll go for what fits. So, yeah, I've had fun with this book. Um, I'm getting a lot of good reviews about it. And I just want the, uh, women to know what I know so that they can have fun. Because I've had women ask me, you mean I can have fun going bra shopping? You can. And there's a lot of colors, there's a lot of styles, and once you know, you can have fun with it. Exactly, exactly. And, and I think that, you know, like you said, a lot of people are shocked, like, well, who needs a, a bra coach or, or you know, and I think that, like you said, there's there's a lot of emotions tied to that, like I said, um, from a female point of view, from the time, the, you know, a young woman, their body starts changing and so on and so forth, and some girls may have been teased and so on and so forth. So it, it can just be a lifelong buildup of uh, emotions, you know, um, and, and like you said, there's probably a lot of different things that go on in the dressing room, and that I just know people who just avoid bra fitting altogether. So, they you know, do. for they those, do. yeah, for those, it's it's just having someone that they can talk to, you know, broach the subject on, know that they know someone that is uh, very knowledgeable about this and isn't going to to pressure them in or, or you know, uh, other than what's right for them. So I think that exactly. that's a beautiful thing. And for more people to know, if you have any concerns or fears or phobias, um, bad traumatic experiences, um, you know, wardrobe malfunctions, you know, a whole list of things that women have to deal with, um, you know, you you may need a coach. You may need to see someone, a professional uh, bra coach, who can, can help you just like you would in any other area where you're having challenges or frustrations. Um, so that you can move past it for a positive experience. So let's talk about how – go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say, and another thing is um, there's a group of women that are pretty shy to walk into the store to this strange woman who says that she knows it all. She's an expert. So I am finding that the book is actually helping those women out because, yes, if you've been told by three different women three different ways to fit, you're not, kind, you're not really trusting what's going on. But, and then there's a group of women that, you know, they, they really, you know, that's my body. I don't want to talk about my body. I really don't want you to see my body, so just leave me alone. They're really reaching out to the book, too, because now in the privacy of their own home, they can get this information, kind of get an understanding, and feel more at ease and comfortable with their body. Absolutely, absolutely, and that's just, I, I hope that the the listeners to this show will share this with with different uh, people that you might know who might fall in that category: shy, self conscious, but have had uh, uh, challenges. Um, and, and so let's talk about too. Like I said, you are giving people so many venues of how to reach out, get in touch, to to talk and have access to what you know. I, I love that about what you, you just said, that you want people to know what you know. So for people who they don't have to spend 10 years in the bra industry or in retail, but they now can know what you know. So tell us how uh, where, how they would um, get access to you. They, they Tell us how we, they would get your book, and then also tell us about some of your online uh, access points. Okay, I um, uh, the book, I'm actually a, a social network junkie, so that works out well for me, too, with the book. So my main website is, and I try to keep it simple, thebracoach.com. And if you go to thebracoach.com, you'll actually get access to the um, my blog, uh, a shopping venue so that you can kind of shop online, uh, and you'll get information from uh, the blog within the book, and you'll get uh, where you can get the book. The book is available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and Outskirts Press Bookstore. All that information will be online. And it's actually, if you have a Kindle, you can download a Kindle copy. Uh, the be- I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter, LinkedIn, Pinterest, uh, uh, Google+. And all that information, just to keep it simple, go to thebroadcoach.com, and you can get a hold of me. My email is info at thebroadcoach.com, 
Or you can go onto Twitter or Facebook and ask me a question. I'm available all the time. When I'm not at the store, usually I'm online in the evening, and um, I do. I come right home and I answer your question. Uh, or you can order your book at any time and get the answer to your question before you get a hold of me. So, again, that's thebrawcoach.com. Awesome, awesome. So since putting your your book out, um, talk about, you know, going switching gears from being author to doing the marketing piece. Uh, has there been any uh, surprises about that, or, or what, has, what has been your new experience as far as now getting the word out about your book? Uh, now, that's interesting. Thank goodness for social network and um, – uh, the help of others that have, I've had to read a lot about the marketing because I did not realize that once you became an author, you did all automatically become a marketer. Uh, but it's been easy because I have uh, a topic that I think is very needed, but it's taken, um, and thank goodness for, uh, I really love technology, so that's helped get the book out there easy for me because of my love for technology. So I'm basically on my computer all the time, but Twitter, Facebook, any new venue, I've been able to get a hold of people from all around the world. I think my very first download from um, the Kindle was actually someone in Minnesota. So uh, I really have found that the marketing side, because of my love and my passion for the topic, the marketing I see is going to take more work than actual the writing. I find that the writing of the book was the easiest. The marketing is the more complicated because you've got to reach out to people, uh, what's in it for them, which is something I learned in one of my other jobs, uh, what's in it for them. You know, a lot of people want to know why do I need this book. But I think it's a topic that is, um, like I said, is needed for people's self-esteem, for people to feel more comfortable in their skin, um, uh, not to change the topic. I get a lot of women to come in and say they hate their body. And it makes me feel good that when they walk out of a fitting room that because they now can embrace what they have because I will not let you come into my fitting room and down your body because it's your body. It's healthy. That's why I tell women, but your breasts are healthy. Let's get in a good bra. So, yeah, um, the marketing, uh, uh, I like the social networking because you can interact with strangers and people from across the globe um, from different countries. So, yeah, but I find that the marketing side does take almost the majority of the day. That's a big uh, part of getting the information out there, getting people to know that you're out there. Absolutely, absolutely, and then and and you know tying it together, and that's how we we and we ended up on this show with this topic is that um, we've been partnering together, Technology Expresso and the Broad Coach have been working together, and I think it's such an important message because I know there's uh, other authors out there, and you're excited, you're you're writing a book, and then the question comes, then what, you know, and and then I see them kind of get deflated or get stuck in a rut uh, because they had this dream, this vision. You know, they probably already uh, imagined themselves on Oprah's couch being interviewed. You know, I, I see that all the time. But there's a, there's, you know, you have to take baby steps. You have to crawl before you can run and fly. But, you know, like you said, it's a new day and age. You know, I, I think back, okay, we took away the Internet. I guess people would be selling these out of the trunk of their cars or going door to door. I mean, how, you know. What would what we be doing? I can't even imagine. But thank goodness exactly. for the Internet. Yeah, and, and you can instantly, which is so different from in the past, go international. You know, how how do you reach your international audience? And I think the beautiful thing about your book is that it does have international appeal, you know. Um, so you you started in the right venue, um, a topic that you're passionate about, you're knowledgeable about, and then it has international appeal. So I love that. I, I don't know if you're already starting to talking to your publisher about writing it in different languages, maybe. But, I have. Um, I have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that makes a, a lot of sense. 
So you now you are ready, and this is something else that I, I think that is key, something that we talk to people about when we coach them. You actually had the Facebook and started a lot of the conversation even before the book. So you, you kind of had a, a following. And was that just something I that did. you – so is, did the following kind of inspire you to do the book, or the book was already in progress and you kind of used the following just to, to start uh, seeing, um, being in touch with people who might be your target audience? Was that your thought process? I think it was more of the following because when you – I think right away I've been on social networks, so I began to play around with uh, blogging. And one of my very first successful blogs was dealing with bra fittings. And then that way when I, I needed an avenue at the store so people could connect with me because it's one of those things, you, if you like me, you like me. So, you know, once people, and that's the fun thing with my job too, I connect with a lot. I get a lot of hugs on a daily basis. Uh, and um, so uh, people wanted to connect with me outside of the store so I think the technical side began to start coming about with that. How can I get a hold of you? How, you know, I give you all this mass information like I've done now. You're not going to remember all of it. So now how do I get this information? And from there, I think it start is just the need of the people that, you know, you know, you can't remember all this. Because a lot of times what I'm saying right now on um, on the show, I'm trying to do a mass education in a fitting room. And so it's a lot of information. It can't, you're not going to remember it. So then the book was born out of the desperate need of giving the client what they were asking for. Well, how do I know? Oh, I'm going to have to come to you every time I go bra shopping. Uh, Atlanta is a very international city. So a lot of my clients don't live here. They live in other states. They live in other countries. I live in one of the stores that... Um, is uh, I work at one of the big stores out in Buckhead, so it's very international. So some of my people are coming in and getting fitting and going back to Australia or Germany or Africa. So, uh, yes, the book was born to try to get the information out to the women. Like I said, it's not about sales for me. It's about informing and educating and getting women to be comfortable in their skin. That's very important to me because I've had to learn to do that for myself. Be, accept me for who I am, be comfortable with my body, and everybody can be a diva. You, you just got to be – it's a thought process here. We got to think about it. We got to be proud of who we are. So that really propelled me to get this information in writing so people can get it. And I could put some smiles on people, uh, on women's faces, instead of them dreading it or slouching their shoulders or looking down they can once in their life hold their head up high and be proud of who they are. Absolutely, absolutely. For those who are listening, also what I'd like uh, you to kind of talk through um, is because Technology Express, well, we work with a lot of different uh, small businesses from a lot of different venues, but what we're doing is showing them how technology can help them. For you, it was it was kind of intuitive because, like you said, you were a social media junkie, but could you just give just a, a quick sentence on the different uh, venues that you said that you use. So talk about Facebook, how you use that, and Twitter, and even the new Pinterest. Well, how do you tie that into your your book and your marketing? How have you leveraged that? I'm all, I have to be very careful not to give out too, informa- too much information, but I'm all about information. So like on Facebook, a lot of times, uh, um, Facebook and Twitter are basically conversational pieces. So a lot of times on there I will post uh, uh, information uh, that will link you to my blog, and from there I will start getting questions. Pinterest is fun because it's more like you post a bunch of pictures. The pictures do all the talking, not all the words. So on Pinterest I'm able to pin pictures of a bad-fitting bra or uh, a too tight bra or the bruising in the shoulders. So then you get more of a visual. So each social network has their advantage. I find Facebook and Twitter is more of a question and answer platform. Pinterest is more visual. And we as women, we are very visual. So Pinterest has been a lot of fun. I really enjoy Pinterest because it is a more visual platform. So then that way 
Now, we don't only talk about a bad-fitting bra. I get to post a picture and show you an actual bad-fitting bra versus a good-fitting. So that helps a lot for people to get over the sizing because once you see the difference, then you won't worry about what size that bra is. You'll want to look like the good-fitting bra. Absolutely. The, the other thing that I, I want to mention, too, some things that uh, that playing with and also going to be uh, upcoming, um, I think that you're going to be also uh, launching some contests that people can participate in, those who follow you, and the rules will be posted. And the other thing is most recently even launching a survey so that people can kind of do a self-assessment. And I think even just by doing the self-assessment, they'll actually learn what they don't know. Um, and that's what's exactly. so important, and there'll be some, some more information. So so those who are listening to the call, definitely uh, reach out via Facebook, Twitter, follow you, because uh, then they can hear about uh, not only upcoming events, uh, when you write your next book, when the, you know, when the next edition comes out, with uh, maybe in different languages. So, um, you know, definitely... You want to, and that's one of the important things and uh, beautiful things about the Internet and different things is getting a following. Once people take a liking to you, they want to know, okay, well, what's next? What else do you have? Um, and and now you have a following. And um, uh, and then it's just kind of the the Internet way of word of mouth, which is, is really um, important. And, and, you know, that's how things start to go viral. Um, so we've talked about the the internet. Let's talk about another arm of your marketing, and that's the bra party and 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 bra showers. Can you uh, share with our audience what those are? Yes, and that's very exciting because then that gives uh, women more of a fun venue to talk about a topic that can be a little intimidating. So the uh, bra parties house parties are actually just where you get a group of your friends, family members together in a more of a Tupperware, Mary Kay atmosphere, uh, a few hors d'oeuvres, everybody gets around, play games, and we introduce the whole concept of the proper fitting bra. Uh, at the bra parties, there will be gifts given away. Uh, the hostess who hosts the party gets a hostess gift and a free fitting, and it's just a fun way not only to introduce the ultimate bra fitting guide, but it's also a fun way to get a bunch of women a little comfortable, off their guard, uh, not coming into a a strange store to a fitting room to a stranger, but to be around their friends and family members and let's discuss this topic openly and find solutions and let's go out and go shopping. Because uh, you, I actually save you money because you, we spend a lot of money on this garment that doesn't fit. Uh, some women buy it every month when in actuality every six months get a, a fitting. If you're not changing your weight, you, uh, some of my clients keep their bras one to two years. Um, so this is the bra parties or... Um, uh, bra parties, showers are really a fun venue to get some education about bra fitting, introduce the book, and have fun. So I've already had a couple of them, and they've been a pretty big success. Absolutely. I, I actually uh, attended one of your, your bra parties and uh, participated in it. And I, I will say all the women really enjoyed themselves. It was, you know, they were chatting about it. Uh, all throughout that that week, telling their friends about it, and even looking forward to the the next ones. And, and like you said, you're uh, in a relaxed atmosphere, and I, I think the glasses of wine help too to loosen up the atmosphere. But once exactly. you were talking about it, <laughs> you know, I mean, people were on the edge of their seats. They were asking, you know, very thought provoking questions, and everybody had an aha moment where they were like, "Well, I didn't know that," you know, and, and it was just full. Uh, and it was fun, and, and, you know, you can play, there's different games that you can play and so on and so forth. And what I'm also looking at and, and something that uh, you and I have been talking about as far as collaborating is an online bra party. So 
you know, it's always about thinking about the box, being creative, and, you know, with video and technology is uh, pushing the limits and, and um, taking things to new places and just really changing up the uh, the way things are done today. Like you said, uh, it's scary to, to go into a department store and a lot of people avoid it. Uh, at all costs, you know, and having a stranger touching them, so on and so forth. So it's what what makes comfort what's comfortable for you, um, and that's exactly. what we're we're trying to serve. So um, this is it's been exciting, and, and believe it or not, our our hour is almost up. And, you know, and, and again, <laughs> <laughs> I know it went really fast, and it, did. it um, really it, did. It's always the <laughs> it just always surprises me, and, I, and I'm sure it even surprises listeners. It's like, really, can we talk about bra fitting for an hour? But uh, not only just about bra fitting, <laughs> but, you know, I I think that it's also, you know, just goes to show that uh, when you have a market, when you have a need, a specialty, the the knowledge that you've gathered over the years. And one of the rules of thumb about writing your first book is write about something you know, and that's exactly what you did. And I think that it's, it's that's really taken off. <laughs> and yeah. I think that uh, there's, there's a whole lot of other places to go. Can you talk a little bit about what what's your, your, what's your vision? Where do you see this going from here? What else do you have on the, on your plate? Uh, right now, ultimately, I would like to um, speak about it, do seminars, uh, get a group of women. And my vision for me is to be at a women's conference with 500 or more women and actually present this topic in a very um, fun, matter-of-fact way because um, it's something that I find uh, actually helps women's self-esteem and uh, confidence. So ultimately, that's where I would like to go with my my uh, book as to be a speaker uh, of, for women conference, women groups, church groups, uh, where I can get a group of women, not just a couple, but a, a massive group of women together, and let's just break out this topic because um, the undergarments actually make the outerwear. And I see a lot of confident, beautiful women out there. But just add tweaking a little bit underneath, their confidence would really soar. Uh, and with the confidence soaring, that's where your business improves, and that's where, you know, you attract more to what you're trying to do. So, yeah, ultimately the broad coach would like to take it to a more of a seminar, conference, you know, women's group, uh, you know, that type of thing. So. Absolutely, and and again, some of the people that are listening on this call, um, you may have a group, like you said, the church group, women group. I can also think about, I've seen where uh, women who are expecting, they have their support groups, and this is uh, an important topic as well, because again, your body's going through several different phases of changes, and I know a lot of questions come up uh, at that point in time as well. Uh, and another one that that I think as well is even young teenage girls as their bodies are changing. It would be great to get them the information. Some uh, of the women, and I know your clients, they're probably in their 40s, 50s, and 60s and just learning about proper bra fitting. What is exactly. some of that stigma was taken off as, you know, in, in these early stages? Um, like exactly. Said, some girls mature very fast, so it can be very traumatic. So, um, you know, mothers, aunts, you know, grandmothers, uh, anyone that's working with young women or young women groups, this might be a topic. This might be a breakout topic that you want to uh, help sponsor. Uh, so reach out to the bra coach, Ms. Deborah Sanders-Steele. Um, also, maybe get copies of the book for someone who might need be shy and you want to discreetly kind of approach the topic with them and definitely pass along this, this link that you're listening to of this live broadcast as well. And, and I believe you'll be broadcasting some live shows of, your, of your, yourself uh, specifically on broad topics on, on Blog Talk Radio. 
So, uh, again, another reason for them to follow you because um, you may very soon also be scheduling some blog talk shows to continue this uh, important conversation. So, um, once again, before we we, uh, wrap up, just wanted to see if you had any parting uh, comments. Again, help people understand why they will want to buy the book and also where they can get the book and how they keep in touch with you. Okay, um, you can get a copy of your personal copy of the Ultimate Bra Fitting Guide on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or just go to thebracoach.com and it will lead you to the links for your purchase. And it is something to just have to get the information or to know what, how to go about getting the proper size. Uh, as simple as it might sound, it's very complicated, and it was very complicated for me. And I think the biggest thing is just overcoming the size. Once you overcome the size, it's just, matter of fact, I blog about it all the time, it's just the number and a letter. Relax, figure out how to get the right size, and now you have a personal bra coach that you can carry around with you. Uh, I have a client, she says she keeps it in her purse. So every time she goes out to go laundry shopping, she already has marked up the book. Uh, she put her size in the book, and that's her little personal notebook that she carries around with her when she wants to be reminded what she needs to do when her body begins to change. So thank you. And, again, you can get your copy of the Ultimate Bra Fitting Guide on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or just go to uh, thebracoach.com. Awesome. We we are so excited. And again, uh visit her today because uh she'll be posting the new uh survey that she has out, the questionnaire that's gonna help you kind of assess where you are in your knowledge and uh of bra fitting. And again, you, everyone who's listening to this that's wearing a bra, if you haven't been professionally fitted or you haven't been fitted in the last year more than likely your body may have changed it just it may be time for a checkup or a tune up so um again reach out and uh, pass along this important information that that we've shared today not only about bra fitting uh about being a new author uh, about leveraging the internet you don't have to have an IT background to uh Dip your toe into social media, and uh, you may turn out like Deborah as well and become a media social media junkie, uh, and um, and in uh, in get your following. Uh, find out who your target audience is. It was very key, subtle but very key, that she got a feel for her target market using her social media, reaching out, talking to people, getting them to respond. And it's and you get your following by providing information, and uh, you've certainly provided information on the show today, and um, and and you're always full of information. So we, I really enjoyed interviewing you today. Enjoyed having you on the show, and I don't even have to wish you success because I know you are going to be very successful. So thank you thank again, you. and uh, thank you to our audience and. Uh, to my audience for Tech Espresso Cafe, we will talk again this time next week. So stay tuned, and we'll continue to provide you with cutting-edge, bleeding-edge information um, and opportunities. So thank you, and everyone have a blessed day. Bye-bye.